Hey, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we agree to disagree on a <laughs> lot of different things. And today we'll actually probably agree because this I is, love this topic. This, this is, is a cool one. Staying good. true to your morals and values in a world that oftentimes will disagree. And I think we'll agree on this because we had similar upbringings as far as morals, values, religions, and that sort of stuff. And that was one of the things that we kind of connected on when we met. So Yeah, what, kind of in the last podcast, we talked about how I was filming for seven hours on a um, thing that our church does, but it's for anybody that's not a member can listen to it. And we just talk about the scriptures and the Book of Mormon. Anyway, really, really cool. Um, and it was kind of fun because it was kind of similar to this topic um, you know, just talking a lot about having faith and, you know, following Christ and having God in my life. So when that comes out, we'll definitely have to share it with you guys. You guys should go watch it. It's absolutely amazing. And the things we talk about, it's really, really cool. So, and this is anyway. something that we're asked a lot every time we do in Q and a, or post something on Instagram, you guys always want to know if we ever receive any backlash from being open about our faith or staying true to ourselves keeping morals and values as we get older, that sort of stuff. So excited to talk about it. First question for you, Michaela, would you say you have strong moral beliefs and values and have you always been <laughs> raised this way? Yes, very strong. Um, grew up in the the church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which a lot of you guys may know as Mormon. Um, they kind of wanted us to stop using the word Mormon. So sometimes it's hard when I meet someone and I'm like, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and they, like, look at me like, what's that? And I'm like, Mormon. They're like, oh, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, 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 you know. And for so. those of you that don't know, the reason why, like, that's the nickname of the church, I mean, first of all, it's way easier to say yeah, than the full name. Yeah, short, yeah. I mean, we like the full name because it has Jesus in it, but the reason why we're called Mormons is because the Book of Mormon, which is similar to the Bible, we believe in both. The Book of Mormon is just record of scripture of the people that lived here in the Americas. So the Bible mostly cool. takes place in like Jerusalem, Middle East, that sort of area. Mm-hmm. We believe that God loves everyone equally. And so he's taught his, you know, his gospel and his word to everyone across the world. And we're lucky enough to have additional scripture. So that's the short story of why we're called Mormons. It's good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, I feel but like yeah, I but I mean, we, we grew up in the church. Like I grew up being LDS and, I feel like, sorry to cut you off, Ian, but I I feel like for you, even if you weren't, like, even if you didn't grow up in any church, I feel like you would still have strong, like, morals and values, because that's just (laughs) kind of how you are. (laughs) strong opinionated. Yeah. Opinionated. I feel like you have, like, absolutes, and so even if you weren't religious at all. It was really cool, though, because when I went to that, that retreat... You know, it was, there's like 25 of us women, not there, a lot, the majority of the people that were there were members of the church just because a lot of people were from Utah and, you know, kind of small world. But, um, there were some people that weren't members of the church either, but just talking with the women, like it was so cool to like, have, like hear them tell me like, it's, you know, you don't ever rub your religion in someone's face and like you stay true to your values and like, you know, like the world these days, it's like, you kind of. It's almost like everyone tries to do what everyone else is doing to fit in or to not get called out or, you know. And so, like, they just said it's really cool that you, like, stick up for what you believe and you're not going to let someone change your opinion. 
Um, so just sticking to my values and my faith. And I've done that all through gymnastics, which I'm sure we'll talk more about, but I don't know where I was going with this. Anyway. Would you say you I, grew I up? feel like I'd probably be, <laughs> I, I mean, I hope I'd be religious. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I, that's a I, good question. Honestly, I like, thought about that actually. Like just talking about like uh, there's if I I don't know. I'm so grateful for being a member of the church because the things that it has taught me and to have God in my life. Like I don't without it. I don't I don't know if I would have been able to get through gymnastics. Like my whole gymnastics journey is based on God. Like you know what I mean. Like it's just like everything that he's done for me, the life lessons that I've learned, the spirit has been so strong and all the things that I've experienced. It's just like, I don't know how to do life without it. Like it gives me such comfort and hope and, you know, yeah. through trials. I was talking to my cousin about this because he's not super religious. And I, I told him, like, I don't, I can't say I I blame you, you know, or I think less of you or anything because, like, everyone, obviously, we all have our own journeys in life. But I said, for me personally, like, the reason I believe what I do is because I've seen, I've had too many instances in my life where Mm -hmm. I've, you know, like, I've prayed for an answer and I've gotten it, you know, or I've seen God's hand in my life or so many things like that where I can't just write it off as coincidences. And so that's kind of where I am. But it's a good question. Like, if I hadn't grown up in, like, my family, like, would I have found religion? Would I have found this religion? Mm-hmm. thought about it a lot. I feel like I would. I mean, I'm sure everyone says that. Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> know. It's hard to think about it. It's it. hard to imagine. Because, like, both my parents were converts to the church. So, like, if they were never converted to the church, would I have, I wouldn't be a member of the church probably. I mean, maybe I would have found it. Like, my parents did one day, but, you know, my mom joined the church in her 20s, and my dad, when he was younger, his family started going to church, and at eight years old, he's never had a doubt that the church isn't true. You know, like, he even at eight years old, you know, and he got baptized, and um, at eight years old, he knew. So, it's just kind of really cool to, like, see how they found the church, and it's kind of cool to have parents that didn't grow up in the church. I mean, for me... Sometimes I feel like growing up in the church, it's like you're just kind of used to it and doing the same thing every day. So sometimes I feel like it's harder to get that testimony instead of like when you convert and really can like focus your life on Christ, especially if you've never had him in your life before. Um, So it's really cool to see my parents' side of it and their stories and how they found the church and how it's helped them so much in their life. And then with me, I, you know, it was hard as a kid, but having the experiences I've had now, like, wow, like incredible like it's so cool yeah. what was eye-opening for me was when I was a missionary like that was my job it was to teach people about Christ about the gospel show them the scriptures teach them how to get closer to Christ and I saw so many people like change like do a complete 180 that you know I like maybe I just grown up around it my whole life and so I hadn't really seen both sides Especially living in like in Utah, Arizona, you know, there's a Mormons lot of are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, the church is so strong here, so it's like, I just feel like everyone kind of is the same almost, you know. Anyway, sorry. Would you say you grew up with strict rules as a kid? 
Not really, because I was the baby. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of got away with a lot more than my siblings did. I mean, my parents were never, like, super hard or intense on us, but I think we always had, like, good morals, and they gave us freedom. They didn't... I mean, sometimes it would have been nice, I think, if they could have been a little harder, but I also feel like it was nice to have that free agency because I feel like kids are going to do what they're going to do anyway. Rather, you're really hard on them or you're not hard on them. They're going to make mistakes. They got to learn. They got to grow from it and figure it out for themselves, which I feel like is really hard sitting back as a parent because, you know, now that I'm going to be a parent, I really freak out about that stuff, you know, but, you know, growing up, like I still did stuff behind my parents back, you know, like it just, it is what it is. Like you're a kid, you want to have fun. You want to enjoy life, enjoy those experiences. And so that brings us to the next question though. So sometimes when people are raised in like a in like a religious like a strict like strict parents in general in that sort of setting they want to rebel more as teenagers Mm -hmm. so do you agree with this did you ever go through this I mean I definitely agree with it but kind of like I said I feel like I feel like even if you're I feel like it's worse if you're more strict kids want to rebel more but I feel like kids are going to rebel no matter what like if I don't know. Every, I mean, not every kid. Not every kid. I'm not saying every kid. But I feel like it's definitely more if you're super happen. strict. But I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of my friends where their parents weren't as strict and they like kind of did better with it. You know, like with not. Yeah, it's really that, hard. I, it almost depends. Like parenting style, and this is a whole other podcast that we could do because I, I feel like sometimes it's almost down to the kid. You know, because mm-hmm. my parents were really strict on certain things and really strict if like I made a mistake but on most things they were pretty chill and mostly gave me freedom you know weren't helicopter Mm -hmm. parents at all and that really worked for me but I had some other friends whose parents were very similar to my friends and you know went down the wrong path and to this day you know still but I feel like then it's hard because even though you're really strict it still happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like that's it's, the other thing. Because I have it just depends friends on the whose kid. parents it's were really, really strict. and the kid's personality and who they end up becoming friends with. And yeah, I think so I friends, I think friends has a lot to do with your kids growing up too. Is just depending on, you know, meeting the right or wrong people. So Yeah, that's fair. Have you stayed true to your morals and values as you've gotten older? I'd say yeah. I'd say you I'd too. I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like pretty easy for us to say. I feel like when you grow up, you stay true to your morals and values just because your parents tell you to or just Mm because you're supposed to. And then as you get older, especially once you get like your teenager years, then you leave the house. That's when it's really tested. And you're like, okay, like, do I want to keep following these morals and values? And then I feel like everyone reaches a point where you either do or you don't, but either way you see the effects from it. And then that's when you kind of learn for yourself Mm -hmm. because – you know, like like growing up, we just went to church every Sunday. You Same, know, like yeah. that no option. Like we family gets in the car, we go to church, right? right. And like I didn't really complain because like that's all I knew. We just went to church, yeah. and I kind of liked church. But then when I got, it really wasn't until I got to college where it's like it's on me, you know. And so like I still went to own. church, yeah. But then, and there were some times where I didn't, like maybe I was going out of town or doing, you know, whatnot. And so then I had to decide like do I want to keep doing this because I see the benefits because I like it not because it's just what we do you know for no other reason than that or tradition so. and it's hard because like I love going to church too but there's sometimes where I'm like 
oh, it's like Sunday. I'd rather just sit at home, you know, like I'm tired. But at the same time, I'm like, God's given us so much. Like we, we can give one day to him, two hours, you know, like he's -hmm. not asking that much Mm -hmm. of us. You know, it's like, I think church is so important and keeping the Sabbath day holy is important as well. And so. Do you ever feel like you live a stricter lifestyle than your friends or other people? I mean, growing up, not so much just because I was around everyone that, you know, was a member of the church mostly. I feel like, you know, but going to like camp and stuff, you know, like when we would go to like world and different things, like the drinking age is a couple years younger, you know, than it is here in the U.S. So like when we had the banquet, like, you know, the athletes would be drinking and like, I didn't do that, but it was really cool how like my teammates, like I, I could, I could express, I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm not a missionary here. It's kind of hard to talk about it, but um, I feel like Jonas would be better at talking about this stuff than me, but I just feel like it was cool because, you know, they would ask me questions about my religion and they were nice to me about it, which I feel like helped a ton. Like, I feel like, you know, people always try to tempt you like, oh, come on, just, just have one drink. Like you've never drank before. Just have one drink. And I think it was cool that like my teammates never did that. And so I feel like it's easy. Like when you have these morals and these standards, like, I think it's, it's so easy for people to tempt you, but you know, like sticking true to it and having friends along the side of you support you and your morals and your standards helps tremendously. So I never felt like I was ever like peer pressured or no one ever was like forcing it. Like you need a drink or you need to try drugs or you need to, you know, like it was just like, I feel like the people I had around me were always supportive, which was cool. Yeah. And I would say it, it doesn't really feel restrictive at all because we choose to do yeah, it. You like, know? Like, yeah. It's not like I'm f- like my parents so weren't like, forcing me. Like I chose myself, you know, to keep. Yeah. I mean, so like for those of you that don't know in our church, we don't, drink alcohol we don't smoke drink coffee i feel like some do but yeah we're kind of told not to really drink coffee but i mean the really the big thing is just nothing that can form an addiction which super open it ended because that's a lot of stuff but that's the whole thing it's like your body's a temple you should never be dependent or addicted to something um but like for sure don't drink alcohol don't Mm -hmm. smoke and that's a pretty easy decision for me, even if it weren't in our religion. Just, I don't know, because I see, like, obviously, we know, like, that stuff's not good for you. And and I we've seen the effects, right? So it's like, I don't know, like, I don't feel like that's restrictive at all. I more, like, appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And one thing for me, I save money, so I just spend money... <laughs> On all that stuff as well. Well, I mean, I don't know. And you, you get I your mean, pink I still buy, yes, yeah, which probably isn't even that much better for me anyway. But so, do you think that we need to have the same morals and values to have a healthy relationship? I mean, from what I see, I think it makes a big difference. I've seen my friends where one of them's still a member and one's maybe fallen away from the church and they're still trying to keep their marriage together, but then they go to church by themselves and then. I don't know. It just seems really, really hard, you know, and their marriage is struggling and it's hard. And 
you know, the ones that are going to church are really wanting their husbands or spouses or wives, whatever, wanting them to like commit back to it or, you know, vice versa, whatever. Vice versa. Vice versa. What did I say? You always say vice versa. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> My speech impediment. Um, but. I agree though. You know what I mean? Like I, and, and some people do it and it's great, but from like a lot of people that I see, it's. It takes a toll on them and it's really hard. So like for me, like I wanted to get married in the temple. And so like I just kind of knew like, I mean, that's just the standards I set for myself. And I've also seen people too that get married and they, you know, especially like in our, our church, I feel like you see people get married, just they like join the church that aren't members. Sometimes they join the church for the wrong reasons just to get married because they're in love with that person and then can I explain the married in the temple thing? Okay, sure. Yeah. So just because it probably doesn't make sense for people that yeah, don't it's know, true. You're but right. so we believe that marriage is eternal. So we don't believe in till death do you part. We believe that like even after death we'll still be together, mm-hmm. like married, like together. And so marriage is kind of a big deal for us, and the temple is just like a special place where we get married for all time and eternity mm-hmm. so it's a lot of like symbolism and stuff but sorry I keep going I just wanted to explain sorry that. anyway so sometimes I just I see people where you know they're so in love they find someone that's you know one of the spouses isn't a member and then they end up you know joining the church and getting baptized and getting married in the temple because the other one wants to be married and sealed in the temple and then it's kind of like after that happens it's like they kind of like got baptized and joined the churches for the wrong reasons you know it wasn't because Mm -hmm. they actually wanted to and so like that's hard too because like if you really love the person you know you want to do it because you love them but then it's like then you just see them like stop going to church and then it's hard for the other person I don't know anyway I don't really know what I'm saying I'm rambling on but no I know you mean you know what I mean like it's just sad because then you see these people that thought oh, he was committed to me or she was committed to me and we were married in the temple and they're going to be members of the church. And then it's like they really didn't want to be members in a way. You know, they just kind of did it to get sealed with their spouse, you know, to make the other person happy. So that's kind of sad too. Like I feel like, I don't know, that would just be hard for me. So for me, I just feel like I was always like, I want someone that's a member of the church, the same religion as me, has the same beliefs. Because I feel like I just, I personally would have a hard time with it. Like I just... I like being on the same page. We get to go to church together, have that, and we can teach our kids the same things. I have friends that, you know, are different religions, and they're like, I don't know what we're going to teach our kid, or, you know, one person's Jewish, and the other person's this, and they're like, are we going to have our kids be Jewish? Are we not, you know? So it's like, it is hard. Like, I'm kind of glad I don't have to worry about that part, because that just seems really stressful. Like, I feel like it's just kind of easy for us, because, like, we know what we want to teach our kids, and... Hopefully they. <laughs> so it's common to hear that, that in today's world, it seems like people don't have as strong of morals or values as they used to. Do you agree with this? I agree, especially because of COVID. Like everyone's just. What? what do you I feel like everyone's just kind of gotten lazy and they just, their morals have changed and people are just lazier. I don't know. Does that. Okay, never mind. I'm going to dis. I don't, I don't know. know where I mean, I'm going they, with this. I don't well, know. Then why'd you say. I don't know, because I feel like... I don't Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that way. I also feel like Satan's just working harder, too. I mean, the world's getting more wicked, and fake people are just... 
Is that bad too? I don't I, know. <laughs> no, you can believe. I don't know. I'm just, I agree I'm like, that people don't have as strong morals of values as they used to. That's that's what I'm going to say. Okay. You can say whatever you I don't know. I don't know. I well, agree. don't quit saying I don't know. Just say it. I know, but I just like, I don't want to offend anybody either. Did you ever face backlash for being a gymnast and also being Mormon? How did you handle that? I mean. I think the biggest. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, no, you you can go. No, I you said, go. Why? It looks like you were. I don't know. It looks like you were I, thinking and I, I had know. an idea. Just you go. Yours I was just going to say, better. I think I'm the like, biggest thing is it. there's a lot of crazy things out there. And there's a lot of untrue stuff. And some people think that, like, we're really weird. We're not. We're, like, we're pretty normal people. We're just Christian. Mm -hmm. But there's just a lot of, like, I've had friends. Because I grew up in California. There's a so lot of things you can look up on the internet that aren't true and will take you down a rabbit hole. And it's like, what is, the, this is not even. <laughs> so I had a lot of friends, like, ask me questions oh, about my, my religion. I have something really funny to say. Sorry. Go is ahead. It, no, that was pretty much it. Oh. But, so that's my answer for your question. Because yeah. did you ever face backlash? I don't know if you ever did or not, really. I don't really know if the backlash really necessarily revolved around me and my religion, necessarily. <laughs> That's true. There was other controversies. I don't know. Yeah, other things. I don't know. Um, I also kind of like just, I'm kind of the person that just kind of likes to tell it how it is, which I know a lot of people sometimes don't like that, but I'm kind of that way, so I feel like that doesn't help sometimes. But <laughs> um, So when I... I can't, it was more when I was younger in elite gymnastics. And I think it was more the time when like Caitlin Ohashi was doing elite and stuff. And maybe Nastia was starting to come back. I don't know. Valeri was coaching. He was more in like the elite world a lot more during this time. Um, Valeri Lucan, Nastia's dad. And I remember he asked Lisa one time because he like had heard I was Mormon. And he's like, so does Michaela have like more than one mom? <laughs> and Lisa's like, no, that's not being more like, no, she just has one mom and dad. So just kind of funny, like just a funny story anyway. But no, we don't have multiple wives or whatever. We're not plumig, pl I don't know how you say it. Plumig. Ambidextrous. I'm just kidding. that? <laughs> Polygamist. 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 There we go. I was trying to trick you, but you're, you're on top of thinking. it. Anyway. Was it harder to stay true to yourself being in the world of gymnastics? I don't think so. I think, for if anything, like, to be that example and role model was really cool for me. Like, just hearing, um, you know, a lot of members of our church and a lot of non-members, like, just reaching out and s saying, like, we love your values and your standards and how you stay true to yourself and true to the church and... It's just really cool to see that light shine and that example that you're being. So I think for me, like, it's always been cool to be a member of the church and be such a high-level athlete and to be able to share my experiences and share the gospel and talk about my faith and talk about God and Jesus Christ. And I think it's been really cool for me. If anything, it's been more spiritual than anything else than being an athlete. I think it's even cooler just being able to talk about my religion and my so why do you think some people don't like to bring up what they believe in to others? I think it's kind of like politics. Like you don't want to offend people or, <laughs> you know, like, and it's true. Like I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try to convert you, you know, like I don't want to make people feel like 
their religion isn't right or they're not doing the right things or they're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to make someone feel that way. Like, that's just my beliefs and what I believe in, but I'm going to stick true to it. Like, I'm not going to let you tell me otherwise or make me change my mind. I mean, I guess there could come a time where I could change my mind if I wanted to, but for me, like, this is what I believe in and this is my faith. Like, I have faith in the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, you know? So, like, I don't know. I think that's never been, like, a problem, but... It is a hot topic. My brother, my little brother, he cracks me up, but he has a list of things that you do not bring up on a first date. And it's like religion, abortion, <laughs> politics, and like guns, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's just it's just one of those hot topics, you know, where there's so many different opinions and it's a lot of people see it as like I'm right or you're wrong sort of thing. And it's like, um, wait, we're here because we have free agency. I'm confused. <laughs> like, we should yeah, be able to believe a, in whatever we want to believe in. And if you don't agree, then, like, sorry, you know, like. Yeah, so that, I mean, that problem. was one thing that I did notice, I have noticed over the last few years. I mean, specifically with politics, because the poli- political landscape has gotten pretty charged. I would say COVID had something to do with mm-hmm. that. But it got to the point where, like, people would think, differently of you or like worse on you because of an opinion you have. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's just an opinion, you know, like I could be wrong. Right. Like I, I'm wrong on a lot of things, but like, this is what I think, you know, and like religion is even that much more because religion like answers the big questions about life. Like, why are we here? Where are we going? We die. What are we doing here? What's our purpose? Right. Like, where do we come from? Those are even bigger questions than the answers that, to the questions that politics has, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it's tough. So I can see it. I understand why some people don't like talking about their beliefs. Um, I mean, we don't really bring up religion or politics too much in social media. I mean, definitely politics. We don't religion. I mean, it's pretty easy. People know our religion and would talk about it, but we don't like bring it up too much. I don't know. There's just some things. Some people get offended. Some people don't like yeah, it. So. I just feel like it's not worth it. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm just going to live my life and do what I want. I don't need to sit there and try to change someone's opinion or change somebody's mind. Like, you get to believe what you want to believe in. And if that's what you want to do, like, do your thing. Like, I, I'm i not going to be able to convince you otherwise, so why share it? You know, like, you going on and sharing it isn't going to convince me or make me feel any better. Like, I already have the beliefs and standards that I'm going to have, so it's like... I hate that it's that it's like that. Social media is just So when it comes terrible. to raising the baby, how will we instill morals and values into her? I think I mean the biggest thing is just love, you know, like loving her as much as we can and supporting her and in big decisions she makes and just I mean obviously, you know, going to church and teaching her about the gospel and letting her learn and grow and figure it out for herself. And yeah, I and mean, I, think I want her to be able to make her own decisions, you know, but I hope that I can just be there to lead and guide her and just love and support her, you know, as much as I can. And I that's believe, what I had for my family, you know, I believe too, that everyone has a moral compass inside and it's, it's pretty clear. Like what are there? Like there's certain values that like everyone knows, like that are just right, you know, like mm-hmm. be honest treat others the way you want to be treated, you know, like very simple stuff like that. And so I think as long as we do a good enough job of 
you know, leading her the right way. Mm-hmm. Those will be apparent to her. And, mm-hmm. you know, she'll go to church with us and she'll learn some of the answers to those questions, why she's here, what she's supposed to do, where we go when we die. Yeah. That sort of stuff. I don't know. I mean, I haven't I really thought that. too much about it, but. Same. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Yeah, but Maybe it's also so like. going on. It's like. We do have, we have a lot of time. Because how old, how long does it take for a baby to like get to the age where like they understand things, you know? Well, I mean, like in our church. Well, you... but no, that's a real question. Oh, well, I was just, I don't know. Like. I mean, how, I feel like how, kids are pretty smart. Yeah, but kids are. Babies don't know oh, anything. yeah, obviously. So I'm saying, at what point does a baby, like, understand, like, well, complex right. subjects? I don't know. That's why I was going to say, with our church, I think it's really cool because we get baptized at the age of eight. So we get to choose if we want to be baptized instead of just, like, you get baptized when you're a baby Cause it's like, well, they don't know, like. Well, the biggest thing is you get a baby blessing, like well, you give a blessing, but you don't get baptized until you're eight. Anyway, sorry, Kay, well, sorry, you're. <laughs> I was talking and you're like getting mad at me. Well, because you, you, I, I forgot my first train of thought when you started talking, okay, but I have sorry. another one. The biggest thing of that is like, baptism is seen as like cleansing you from sin, but like newborn babies don't have any sin. Mm-hmm, that yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> but. I, I honestly, I know, but I'm just saying it's cool that we get to choose if we want to be baptized yeah. or not, you know, like, yes, I get your point. so I'm saying eight, you, I feel like you're pretty knowledgeable and anyway, sorry, I was just saying with the age, no, yeah, church, no, no, you that get makes baptized sense. when you're eight. So I, I think my whole thing is, I think we have so much time because it's a, it's a gradual process, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like mm-hmm. as she slowly gets older, she'll slowly learn more and more and we just need to make sure that we're doing the right stuff. I don't know. It's a lot of pressure. Kind of like I, what I was saying earlier. Like having a kid, that's a whole lot of responsibility because that's a whole human being that you're just in charge of. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure that you do a decent job, I guess. Right. Any other thoughts? No. Today's assumption is Michaela has felt judged before due to her Mormon faith and being a gymnast. <laughs> it's hard because like Sometimes I don't really know if it has to do with being Mormon, but it probably does, I would think, um, for sure. Um, And definitely as, like, a gymnast, I mean, I don't know. I think the thing, I mean, it probably has to go back to religion, obviously, like, people knowing that I'm Mormon probably because, like, there's been other gymnasts that have, you know, said things or made mistakes on social media kind of like I have in the past, and I feel like, no one really cares, you know, like, I hate saying this, but I feel like Simone can kind of say whatever she wants and, like, doesn't matter, but then, like, someone else can go say something and they're horribly trashed and bashed for, I mean, I think there's still people that disagree with Simone if she says something, but I just feel like it's, in the public eye, it just kind of stinks, like, you know, again, like, because of your religion or because of your beliefs or, you know, it's like, we're going to hate you for this and this and this, you know, and then it's like, people make up stuff and come up with these weird things. And I'm like, I am not any of that. Like, that's just, (laughs) it's just dumb, you know? Um, and yeah, I'm not perfect. I don't think anybody's perfect. You know, I, you know, everyone makes mistakes and I think it's okay sometimes to have assumptions or to disagree. Like it's totally fine. Like, I don't think you need to agree with everybody and every single opinion. So anyway, to that assumption, 
I, I would say yeah. Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not you. <laughs> I think you know better I than know. I do. So it, it it is hard at times, but at the same time, like, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm kind of glad that I didn't give every everything given to me. I'm glad that I went through these trials and went through the politics that I did because I feel like I've become a better person because of it, and it's made me stronger. And, again, I'll get to be that leader and that example and help other people get through trials. Like, when I go and speak at firesides for our church and stuff, like, all the kids that just get so inspired in the clinics that I do to know that like even Olympians make mistakes. We're, we're just human. Like, you know, we, we have, we have to go through these trials and that life is hard. You know, you look at these kids that are going through way worse things than I went through as a child and how they're struggling and making friends and school and just people being mean and bullying and just all the things and like being able to share my story gives them hope that they, they'll get through it and that if they have God in their life that he's going to help them get through it. They just got to really rely and pray and he'll be there for you because he loves each and every one of us. So anyway, it's cool. I love it. I just want to be that good example. That's the biggest thing for me. So hopefully our little girl will be able to see that and I can support her and her. Her athleticism, hopefully she's an athlete or whatever she ends up doing, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be a parent. I'm excited for us. This will be fun. It will be fun. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's pretty much it. I think we're good, right? That's it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We will catch you (laughs) next week. Catch you guys next week. Don't forget how awesome you guys are. We love you so much. See ya.